First John chapter 3, verse number 4. First John chapter 3, verse number 4. Let, let me introduce my, my subject in verse number 8. My subject is verse number 8, but we will come back to verse number 4. Verse number 8. Verse number 8. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. I'm interested in the word manifested. It's a theology of the Christian. The day you stop believing the manifestation of Christ, your salvation is null and void. For this, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. That is another be belief of the child of God. That we Christians, we have the edge and the power over the works of God. You are very quiet because you don't know what the works are. I'll be introducing you to the works very soon. But the power to overcome the works of the devil is part of our Christian belief. <laughs> Alright, so that's where my message is coming from, which is titled, Victory in Christ. But see what works he's talking about. See what works he's talking about. Verse 4. He who commits one word, sin. So, where are the works plural? He who commits sin also commits lawlessness. And sin is lawlessness. Verse number 5. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins and in him there is no sin. Verse number 6. Who, whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. The one who continuously lives in sin. The one that sin has become part of his life. Number one, something is wrong. You have no fellowship with Christ. You have no fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Because this sin we are talking about, the moment you begin to receive the manifestation of God, which is Christ, he gives you the power to break that sin. Because that sin is the product of the other works which he calls the works of the devil. Poverty, sicknesses, diseases, shame, disgrace, failure. These are the works. And they are the product of one thing, sin. In other words, if you want to destroy the works of this devil, then go to the source. Break the power of sin. And God in his infinite wisdom makes it so simple for us that the son of God was manifested so that the power of sin and the works of the devil are broken. See verse 7, little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous. Just as he is righteous. Then is my theme. For he who sins is of the devil. When you sin, the devil is your father. The devil is your uncle. The devil is your brother. The devil, if he who sins is of the devil. One of the reasons why you don't live long is that 
You come to church and you are always binding devil, cursing the devil. You don't know that you'll be cursing yourself because you are a product of the devil. You just fornicated last Saturday. And then you come to church Sunday, you are binding devil. Which devil are you binding? Yourself. Today, I'm, go I'm going to lead you. We are going to nail 13 curses to the cross. The Lord revealed to me there are 13 curses. And the 13 curses represent 2013. Each one for each year. By the end of December, we will not see those curses. Now, I'm very worried because the shoe you are wearing to church, you stole the shoe. So, which, what are you going to nail to the cross? You better remove the shoe before we get to that segment. Clap your hands and say, devil, you are in trouble with me today. They, they say, say, devil, I, I know I've been sinning sometimes. I know. Say, devil, I know I've been sinning sometimes. But still, I don't like you. Still, I don't like you. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> it's just like a, a, a boy who was being stubborn in church. And this boy was just jumping all over the place. Eight-year-old boy. Then the man would say, sit down. Then you sit for a while. And then you stand again. Jumping, jumping. Jump. Sit down. The, mess, the sermon has been preached. And this boy get up again. Finally, the mother was frustrated. The mother put the, 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 the hand on the head and pushed the boy. The said, sit down. Then the boy sat for a while. I said, mommy, I'm sitting down. By my heart, I'm standing. <laughs> he said, mommy, I'm, I'm sitting down. But in my heart, I'm standing. <laughs> he was converted on the outside, not on the inside. But the kind of conversion which is coming is a conversion inside. God will change you from inside and it will show in the flesh. Oh, I'm talking to a saint in the house. Isn't, that, isn't it amazing that since last Sunday, I have used various forms of scriptures, but all of them are running through Hebrews. We're looking at Hebrews chapter 2, verses number 14, 15, 16. 17 and 18 and the Bible explicitly says and Jesus Christ became human being NLT he became flesh and blood he became a human being like us and he says children I know that as human beings there are weaknesses we face now and then but Christ was also made flesh and blood now first John 3 says he was manifested but the NLT of Hebrews 2 says he became flesh and blood and in some other place it says he became a human being being. Why? So that what you are going through, the fear of dying, the fear of death, the subjugation and, and, and slavery of death, he will break it. It's our theology, please. Grasp this one, pep, and then you are gone. Let those who don't believe it, let them please themselves. That's fine. And I don't care if they don't believe in us. Why? Because they don't believe in our Jesus. So if they don't believe in Jesus and they don't believe in me, it's okay. I want us to benefit from God's grace and the manifestation of the only Son of God. That you come out of slavery and come out of bondage. The thing you came to meet in your father's house and your mother's house which you have never liked. It is my prayer that by the help of God, we will come out of it and walk in the newness of life. Oh, am I talking to some sons and daughters here? Do I have people who have the same heart with me? Clap your hands and say, I'm with you, pastor. Say it again, I'm with you, pastor.
He was manifested to break the power of death. But I love the other one in Colossians chapter 2. In Colossians chapter 2 and verse number 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 and 17 there. He says, he who did not know sin was made sin. And on the cross, oh Jesus, on the cross, they nailed him to the cross. And when they nailed him to the cross, they thought they were nailing a human being. But they ended up nailing our ordinances. What are ordinances? Our legal calamities and judgments which we deserve because of the nature of sin into which we were born. It's called ordinance. Ordinance is also called a curse. He nailed it to the cross. And there is a handwriting. What is handwriting? All the things which have been written by us about us from the pit of hell. From the pit of our grandmother's shrine. From the pit of our grandfather's juju. Our forefathers, the rivers they serve, the gods that they serve, the handwriting which was written upon us on the cross, he nailed everything. That's our faith, that's our theology, that's the Christian teaching. You better get it or reject it. He nailed them to the cross. To the cross. Ordinances, handwriting, patosakaya which include all the sicknesses, the pain, your shame. He nailed them to the cross. Not only that, and he said, and then he triumphed over principalities and powers. The principalities, the spirits of your grandfather's house, the spirits of the nation of Ghana, ah, the spirit for the invocation of poverty in the atmosphere, the spirit that injects sicknesses in bodies, the spirit that brings accident on our roads. Hey, we call them principalities and powers. He made a public show of them, triumphing over them in the process. He triumphed. He overcame them. He triumphed. He triumphed. For this reason, the Son of God was made manifest so that he will destroy the works, plural. The works, plural. The works, plural. If, if, if the works, plural, don't, if the works don't satisfy you, let me give you another word so that he will destroy the works. Because I don't know which, which other work again. Destroy. Here are 13 cases that the Lord revealed to me. You'll be writing, you'll be clapping, you'll be screaming. Why? Because this is a prophetic church. So I prophesy and you respond. This is a praying church. We pray. I am teaching, but I'm doing deliverance as well. I want to get you out of this trouble. I want to get you out of this trouble. And one of the 13 cases, when I mention you shout, to the cross. Clap your hands and say, to the cross. You are sending something to the cross. You are nailing something to the cross. I'm talking about an ordinance. Legal judgment. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about handwriting. I'm talking about the purposes and the counsel of the enemy. I'm talking about the plans of evil against your life. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh yeah, you are ready now. You are ready now. Are you ready? Yeah. 13 cases. Yeah. The first one is the mother of all troubles. For this reason, the Son of Man was made manifest. For he that sins is of the devil. My God, how can you be a child of the devil when God created you in his image? Something went wrong somewhere. You are not meant to serve the devil. Sin is the result. And when sin came, then other works. 
the power of sin, the spirit of sin, the sin of rebellion, sin of fornication, adultery, stealing, night, lying, sin, send it to the cross. What are you doing? I'm not doing anything new. I'm, we are only repeating the Christian theology, the Christian faith, the Christian message, the purpose of the manifestation of Christ. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. But this time, I want you to use your own tongue because death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it will eat thereof. If you keep quiet, it will be your portion. If you nail it, it shall be. Sin! The second one is not good. When it is chasing you, your life can be cut short at 22. At 17. When you're about to graduate as a lawyer, then it will come. This one is not good at all. If you don't nail it and it hits you, it can make you lose your loved one. I am talking about the power of death. The power of death. Unnatural death. Sudden death. Unnecessary death. Death by accident. Death by anything. The spirit of death. Nail it again. Send it again. Clap your hands and say, I die no more. You are too young to die. You haven't finished your work yet. You haven't tasted life yet. You won't die when you have not married. When you marry, you must raise your children first. Spirit of death. What is it? Do? Oh, I'm preaching. I'm preaching theology here. Theology. So, 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 we are doing theology here. I don't like the third one. The third case, when it is upon you, you become bound. You lose self-esteem. The subject you are good in, that's where you feel. This, the third one, when it's at you. This one, when it is upon you, you go to the interview, you know the question they'll be asking you, but when they ask you, you, you fumble. Spirit of fear! Fear! Fear of dying! Fear of failing! Fear of not succeeding! Spirit of fear! Spirit of fear! Spirit of fear! Send it to the cross!
the, the, the speed in the man's life is determined by what is chasing him. If nothing is chasing you, you walk leisurely. If nothing is chasing you, you sleep by heart. But if you know that your house is hard like my house, when they say all night, you will run and come. <laughs> when they say 21 days prayer and fasting, you will be there. Oh, when you know something is chasing you. The speed in the man's life is determined by what is chasing him. Mm. So they are sending to the crop, but when you hear it, you sell it faster. This one, number four, it controls you. It, it controls. When you are married, you are not in charge. Something else is in charge. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You can see that you have money, but you are not in charge of the money. You, 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 you are in charge. What did I do with the money? Where did my money go? It's called spirit of oppression. Spirit of oppression. Witchcraft oppression. Bondage. Oppression. Bondage. Slavery. Send it to the cross. Oh, what are we doing? We are doing service. Preaching, teaching, revelation, and deliverance. But this is a deliverance where we won't squeeze your neck and ask you to vomit. Ah, it's the proper deliverance. To the cross. I don't like the fifth one. I don't like the fifth one. The fifth one doesn't sit upon you. But when it is operating in your life, you can see that what you are not, people say you are. You are not a witch, but everywhere you go, everybody suspects that you are a witch. Because everybody is dreaming about you, dreaming about you, dreaming about you. And then you ask, why is it that me, when people are dreaming, they don't dream good things? It is called spirit of possession. Spirit of possession. Any spirit that has possessed you, disfavor, witchcraft, accusations, possession, oppression, possession. To the cross, to the cross, clap your hands and say, To death, to the cross. Now, people will dream good about you instead of suspecting that you are a witch, they will favor you and cause and bless you. Ah, the sixth one is not good, and, and strangely. When I was naming them, I put it exactly number six. And when you read the book of Galatians, you will notice that Paul's things of the flesh, the number six is witchcraft. But, but, since there are various forms of witchcraft, I have decided to call this case the spirit of manipulation. 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 Manipulation in your in your marriage in your father's house your mother's house manipulating your results the results you have been receiving are not your real results manipulated results manipulated results manipulation they manipulate finances your future your interview spirit of manipulation send it to the cross 
Sometimes you receive your results and you know that Charlie, these results are not mine. This one are manipulated. You, you know. Those of you who are parents who used to love themselves and all of a sudden they became enemies. You notice that this one manipulation from the highest. Some 10 years ago, this man and this woman were in love. What happened? Manipulation. Manipulation! After I had identified the six spirits, the next one, I began to identify what the spirits produce. The works. Their works. And the first work is not good. When you have it, it can bring your life to a standstill. When you have this, you can spend money unnecessarily. When you have this, you always live in fear that you die. It is the spirit of strange diseases. Diseases you don't know where they are coming from. You don't know their generation. You don't know their source. You don't know their genesis. You don't know where they are coming from. All of a sudden, you go to the hospital and the doctor say, your kidney, your liver, your heart, your fibro, glycoma, diabetes. What is this? Diseases, sicknesses, sicknesses. Nail them to death. I was praying for one of these sick people. And I asked the lady, how now? He says 24. So what, what did the doctor say is wrong with you? <laughs> My kidney. And then she goes, I don't know where this one is coming from. I said, of course. You know where it's coming from. But we don't care where it's coming from. The most important thing is that we can send it to where it must go. Diseases. 24. And your kidney is worrying you now. How? problems are for people who are 70, 80 when they're about to die. It's okay. 24. It's too early. This is strange. And the sickness which is threatening your life. Clap your hands and send it somewhere. Send it where it must go. I don't like the next one. I don't like the next one. And I don't know whether this one and disease, which one is better. This one is not sickness. But day after day, week after week, your ears never hear any good thing. Strange accident. You are there. Armed robbers visit your street. They will skip every house and enter into your house. It is called the spirit of calamity. Spirit of calamity, calamity, bad news. Spirit of calamity, send it to the cross. Accidents, I'm robbers attack, rape, rape, fire outbreak, fire outbreak, lightning, earthquake, calamities. Ah. 
Jesus. Please reject the next one. Number no, nine, reject it. Reject it. In, in football, the number no, nine just scores goals. But this number no, nine is a minus. When it is following you, you get results you must not get. You hear things you must not hear. What everybody does and succeeds. You alone, when you touch it, it doesn't succeed. Because of this spirit. Are you ready to nail the spirit? Spirit of failure. 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 We are not in church. I remind us, I say we are in church, say brother. Say we are in church. That's somebody said we are practicing theology and the Christian message. That's somebody, this is our faith. That's somebody when they take this one away from us. Paul says, Our faith is null and void. When you take this one out of our message, we are finished. Oh, I die no more. Ah, somebody say I die no more. Oh, I like the next one, number 10. I don't like number 10. When you have it, when you have it. Oh, when you have this one, any position they want to give you, you run away from it. We want to make you a deacon. Hey, me, deacon. We want to make you a pastor. Hey, me, pastor. We want to make you a secretary to the president. Hey, it's too much. What do you want? Messenger. Oh. Oh. What stupidity is this? Spirit is not good. It is called the spirit of low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. No confidence. No confidence. Fear. Fear. Low self-esteem. Desire for failure. Nail it to the cross. Deliverance is taking place in the house. Somebody, the Christian theology is bringing you liberty. Ah, after tonight, when you drink the blood and you eat the flesh, you will walk with chest out. You will walk with your head up. When you walk on the street, your feet which have been washed will enter into the glory of the Rise up and shout and receive it. I will let your uncle who rejected you, your auntie who rejected you, those who despised you, when they see you, they will bow down their heads. They will know that you are a product of the faith of the Apostle General Sam Crunchy Ankara. Am I talking to the sons of royal? I don't like this spirit. I don't like this spirit. I don't like this spirit. It is, it is a twin, twin sister, twin sister of, of low self-esteem. 
it's also a brother of, of, of fear. They belong to the same family. Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that cometh to God must believe and know that he is. And that is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith, you cannot succeed. Without faith, you cannot pass an exam. Without faith, you cannot receive healing. And so the devil makes sure that every day he chases us with a spirit of faithlessness. Spirit of faithlessness. 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 Ah, I don't like this spirit, number 12. I don't like it. When this spirit is following you, anything you touch, the thing will say, leave me. You touch money, money will say, leave me. You knock a door, the door will say, leave me. You, you, you are cutting, you go and buy a ring, the ring will remain in your, in your locker. It is called the spirit of disappointment. Disappointing spirit. Disappointing spirit. Marriage disappointment. Relationship disappointment. Job disappointment. Promotion disappointment. Nail it to the cross. Do it again. Nail it properly. Someone they say, Pastor, there's one I've been longing to hear. I didn't hear it. I sent it to number 13. Because it's a very evil spirit. When you have you have this spirit, nobody respects you. When there's a funeral in your house, they will not invite you. When you go to a place, they will not put you on a high table. When you have it, in your street, everybody will have light in the house. Your house alone will have darkness. When you have this, you can't wear the dress you want to wear. When you have this, you can't eat in a restaurant you want to eat. When you have this spirit, your children can't go to the school you want them to go. When you have this spirit, you will become non-entity and nobody. What spirit are we talking about? Spirit of poverty. Spirit of poverty. 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 Nail it. Nail it. Nail it. Nail it. Deal with the spirit. We are not making noise. We are repeating Christian theology. The spirit and the message of the Christian. And for this reason the son of man was made manifest. So that he will destroy. Tear into pieces. The works of the devil. Let's look at Mark chapter 2. And we'll see Jesus demonstrating exactly what first john chapter 3 and verse number 8 says that he came to destroy the works of the devil see it in demonstration and i wanted to live here in faith and trust god that that will be your story mark chapter mark chapter 2 mark chapter 2 verse number 1 mark chapter 2 and again he entered capernaum after some days and it was heard that he was in the house. He was in the house. He was in the house. Somebody said, Jesus is in the house. 
when Jesus appears in the house, something will happen. Something must happen. Before you came in, the king was waiting. Oh my, oh my God. Somebody is receiving an Easter package. I don't know. Somebody is receiving a miracle. I don't know. Somebody is receiving. Shout and say, I'm the one. Verse number two. Immediately many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them. Not even near the door. And he preached the word to them. He preached the word to them. Now, th that is not the, the main attraction for the day. The main attraction for the day was that there was a paralytic man over there. He had been paralyzed since he was born. And then he didn't have his independence. And so people moved him around about. And four friends volunteered to pick him up to Jesus Christ for the miracle. So that's the main assignment for the day. To heal the man. For this cause, the son of man was made manifest. He was manifested so that he would destroy. But Jesus Christ is teaching us some lesson here. He preached the word. Why? Because the miracle will, will create, the word of God creates the atmosphere for the miracle. The word of God creates an atmosphere for the miracle. The word of God creates an atmosphere for miracle. The word of God raises your faith and positions you well for miracle. The word of God releases your faith and positions you for the miracle. Another thing the word of God does, the word of God keeps and sustains the miracle once you get it. The word of God sustains the miracle. Now, look at two people who are successful in business. You will notice that the person who is efficient and strong in the word of God is more successful than the other person who only goes looking for miracles. Look at any two married couples. You will discover that the marriage which is stable and which is growing in love is the marriage that is founded upon the word of God and the couple within that marriage feed upon the word of God. They, they honor the word of God. And when you look at that other couple who is always fighting, you will notice that the word of God is absent. Oh, the word of God. The word of God is God himself. John chapter 1 verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. The word became flesh. The word was manifested. And so this Jesus we are talking about himself is the word of God. In the beginning was the word of God. The word was with God and the word was God. And the word was made flesh. And so as you hear the word right now, something must be established in the flesh. Something must be manufactured in the flesh. What will be manufactured in the flesh is the miracle. And the word was made flesh. And the word brought healing. The word was made flesh and the word killed your poverty. The word was made flesh and the word brought you healing and healed your disease. The word was made flesh and the word produced a husband. The word was made flesh and by the word your faith grew and you made a move and you bought a car. The word was made flesh and the word lifted your faith and you went and bought land even though you didn't have money. But by that faith you began to build and the word of God was made flesh and what you saw was that the word has sprung a room in the house for you and the word was was made flesh you don't have money but you have a girlfriend and the word was made flesh you just went to the girl's house and you spoke to the parents that i want to marry your daughter you don't have money but the word was made flesh all of a sudden money started coming and you started gathering yourself and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us we saw it and we beheld his glory 
the glory as of the Father. Anytime you hear the word, it means flesh is about to be manifested. Anytime you hear the word, it means a miracle. People who chase after miracle without the word of God check their lives. They lose the miracles in the end because the word of God sustains and keeps. This one means that from today, make sure that when you come to church, the most exciting aspect of the program must be the preaching of the word. Thank God for worship. Thank God for praise. Thank God for the miracles. But the let, let me tell you, anybody who will be successful in life, the traits of said people, the characteristics of said people, number one, Anybody that you see will be successful in life. When it comes to church, he carries Bible. Successful people. If you see the person carrying a cell phone, know that the person is another Christian who has backslidden in our time. Because the cell phone you are having is not the word of God. And I can prove that one to you. Number one, cell phones have expiry dates. The batteries die. The cell phone can get spoiled. The cell phone can get stolen. Now, if you are a student and all your cell phone, uh, 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 the, the word of God is your cell phone, and your cell phone is stolen, and you haven't got money to buy cell phone in the next three months, what would you do? The only Bible you have is cell phone. It's stolen. Put away stealing aside. Your Bible is cell phone, and the battery dies. Your phone is spoiled. And I have also told you that you don't sell your body for a phone. So you are not going to sell your body. You are going to be praying on this altar. This altar doesn't give cell phones. Here is the second sign. Anybody that you see will be successful has a solid relationship with the word of God. You will notice that that person's Bible, he has underlined key scriptures. Scriptures that move him. Scriptures that move her. Scriptures that inspire him. Scriptures that inspire her. Scriptures he uses to pray. He has underlined. Show me how you can underline your cell phone. noticed that anytime I come to church, I preach the scriptures that are on the, the screen. How many of you have noticed that? How many of you have noticed that I preach from the screen? Raise your hand. How many of you have noticed? Cool. How many of you noticed that before I climb, my past, my armor go and put my Bible on there? Because when this screen breaks down, I have to go to the original. Let me give you a third reason why you need the Bible. When armed robbers attack you, they will steal your mobile phone, your iPad. As for the Bible, they will leave it. They never steal the Bible. Clap your hands and say the word of God. 
Tell, tell somebody, say, nothing replaces the word. Oh, she said, nothing, 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 nothing. Carry your phone and your laptop, but add your Bible to it. Clap your hands and say the word. No, no, let, let, let me finish this thing up. Let me finish it up. Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. Then they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And then what the men did was, the place was so crowded that they climbed up and they removed the roofing and then dropped the man. The Bible says, and when Jesus saw their faith, the first thing he said was that, son, your sins be forgiven. Your sins be forgiven. Then the people around there began to say, but who is this man? What authority do you have to commit uh, to forgive sins? Who gave you that power? Hey, hey, hey. Then Jesus said to them, oh, please, please, don't do, don't, don't do that. The man's predicament has been produced by sin. He that sins is of the devil. For this cause, the son of man was made manifest so that he would destroy the works of the devil. The product of this man's paralysis is sin. And I want to set him free. First, I have to deal with the source of the problem, which is sin. Your sins be forgiven. When this man is being carried every day, don't you see? Are you not touched by his predicament? Son, rise up and walk. And the Bible says, Jesus said, rise up. Make up your bed. Go to your own house. Mama Rita brought a young lady from one of our universities home to give her money and provisions. Mama Rita was in conversation with her. And then Mama Rita asked her, so how are you preparing towards your this year, this semester's exams? He said, Mommy, you can't believe it. All the money I have in my account is 10 Ghana cities. Account, not pocket, account. Bank account. So mommy asked her, what is 10 Ghana City doing in your bank account? Said, Mommy, I have to keep it there for the examination uh, period. Said, I have to keep this money for the examination weeks. Then mommy asked her, how are you going to manage 10 Ghana cities during examination? Said, I have to feed about one Ghana cities a day. One Ghana cities a day, what do you do with it? She goes, um, in the, I don't have breakfast, I don't have to eat. I just have to go for lectures on empty stomach. And then in the afternoon, I'll spend one Ghana cities. How does she spend one Ghana cities? She will buy Coca-Cola, 80 pesos, and that, buy bread, 20 pesos. For lunch. Somebody who has never had breakfast. And then how do you have supper? Supper, she will have to call some friends who are ready to eat. And then she will join them. And by around this time, all the friends know the time she calls. So, when she even calls and the friends also don't have enough, they will not even take. Furthermore, she's a pretty girl and she can decide to do what other girls do. What do other girls do? Other girls in university beautiful like that, they don't go hungry like that. What? When there are a lot of foolish men who want to dish money around. There are married people around who 
who parade the campuses and take girls and give them money and, 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 and so on. And, and if you, you are lucky and you get one of these stupid men, you can have for your pocket money 500 Ghana cities every week. And you can have a microwave in your, your room, a small television in your room, a small fridge in your room. And you can wear good dresses. But this guy says, no. I would rather go empty stomach every morning and have my Coca-Cola and bread for lunch and dinner time. If I get a friend, I'll eat. If she doesn't get a friend, she told mommy, what she does is that then she will have to spend above her budget. What's the budget? The budget is one Ghana city a day. She would have to go into the second Ghana city, which will make it two. And the second Ghana city, she would have to buy kenke without fish. Student at the university. She's got the character. She's ready to suffer now and to be promoted into her glory. She's, she's ready to deal with the power of sin so that she will destroy the works of God which includes the poverty which she inherited from the family. She, she only happens to be an intelligent girl so she passes her examination and she goes there. But the family and the house is poor. And this kind of person, when God is coming in to help her, you resist. Mommy brings her home and she's just one of hundreds of people we have been bringing home. One of hundred. Mommy brings her home, goes to her storeroom and picks Milo, Overton, sugar, rice, oil, cornflakes, Cyrillac, these things. And then mommy counts one, 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 one million cities, gives it to her. And the girl breaks down into tears. Since she started going to university, no father, mother, uncle, auntie has given her one million cities as pocket money before. Otherwise, she will not have in her savings 10 Ghana cities. Watch me. Watch me. When you are in that kind of situation, when people must carry you everywhere you go and you come face to face with Jesus and he says your sins be forgiven you because you must come out of this paralysis and people begin to fight it you should know that your enemies are many here are the lessons I want you to learn number one lesson from this story, 1 John chapter 3, which is our text, has been confirmed that the product of all the works of the devil, the source of all the problems that we go through, the source of the works of the devil is sin. Sin. So Jesus said, your sins be forgiven. Number two, sin does not work in isolation. People are always responsible for the sins in your life. People contribute to the sins in your life. Peer pressure. You didn't know how to practice prostitution until somebody led you into it. You didn't know how to do 419 on the computer until somebody taught you. 
You didn't know how to go for sugar daddies until somebody took you to a club and introduced you to one. Sin is always aided by people. So in this scripture, we saw the people resisting Christ to forgive and to cleanse his sins. What do you mean? What? Then in verse 10, Jesus Christ shows them his mission. He says, for this reason, the son of man came. Uh, this one is to let you know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins. That's my mission. Verse number 10. My mission is to break the power of sin and the accompanying product. That's my mission. Your sins be forgiven. What do you do with people who push you into sin? Break ties with them, my son. Break fellowship with them. Come out of their midst. Because as long as you are in bondage and you are suffering under the works of the enemy, they are happy. And if it is sin that must keep you there to suffer, they will keep you there. Number three, lesson. The word of God creates the atmosphere for your miracle. The word of God creates the atmosphere for your miracle. And Jesus was preaching. Number four, the word of God lifts your faith for the miracle. The word of God releases faith. So the Bible says, and when Jesus saw their faith, where did the faith come from? The faith came because Jesus was preaching the word. Number five, when the power of sin is broken, the works of the enemy are also broken in your life. Here are the things that will happen to you. Number one, you will then arise. Sin oppresses you and suppresses you. Jesus said to him, arise. All along you have always been like this. Now rise up. Two, make up your bed. Be an independent man from today. You wash your own clothing, you iron your own clothing. Number three, go to your house. You have been living in people's houses no more. After your sin is broken and after the works of the devil are broken, now go to your house. Go and own your house. Number four, when the power of sin is broken upon your life, according to the story, you begin to experience a state of recovery, a state of restoration. State of recovery, state of restoration. Number six, the praise of God is in your miracle. God's praise is in your miracle. The Bible says the people who had gathered there when they saw the rising of the man and the healing of the man, they were amazed. They screamed. They shouted praising God. Praising God from one miracle. Can I suggest to you, your testimony and your miracle is not negotiable. It's not a choice. It is a must because God's praise 
is in your miracle. God wants people to praise him because of what he's going to do for you. He wants your testimony and your miracle to bring souls. He wants to transform people's lives. And I cannot wait when she finishes university and she gets a job and then she becomes a manager and I see her riding a Toyota RAV4 and she parks over here. We are going to bring her to the altar here. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you, this is the lady that I spoke to you about. God has turned her story around. That day, God will recite his praise in her testimony. That day, many hearts will be turned around. That day, many don't, who don't have hope will have hope. All her family members who don't believe in Christ will come to church. That's the reason why God will give you a miracle. Clap your hands and say, I receive this miracle. Oh, I didn't hear you say it again. Oh, I didn't hear you shout it again. Oh, come on, I didn't hear you shout it again. Let me close you with this. How does one access the victory in Christ? How do you obtain this victory? How do you get this how do you practicalize this theology to become a reality in your life sin is broken death is broken oddness is nailed to the cross how, how, how does it become real in your life I've, I've, I've suggested 10 things but of the 10 there are 2 that I want to remind you of number 1 when you eat his flesh and number 2 when you drink his blood when you eat his flesh, you are connecting to that healing that Jesus' body gives. By his stripes, you were healed. Who in the days of his flesh, he prayed with a loud voice, offering prayer to the one who is able to save him and he heard him. When you eat the body of Christ, you assume the glory Number three, when you drink the blood, you access the covenant. When you drink the blood, you activate the covenant. When you drink the blood, you then allow the blood to cover you. When you drink the blood, you allow the blood to bring you closer to God. When you drink the blood, you position yourself in the place of authority to deal with these works of the devil. One thing the devil fears about Christ is his blood. So communion is not show. Communion is not another service. I cannot forget this testimony. My little daughter was ill. Got temperature, serious temperature. And Mama Rita had gone to every hospital, every professor. Oh. They've run every test. Temperature was rising higher and higher and higher. What finally shook Mama Rita's faith was my little girl was sleeping and she started talking in the sleep in the sleep she started saying mommy uh, he's calling me should I go he's calling me should I go and from our experience with people who pass on to glory especially believers that's, those are the last things they see before they pass on 
The Lord makes them see heaven and the glories of heaven. They see angels. They see beauty. Beauty you cannot resist. Oh, it's irresistible. And when they start calling you like that, everybody's smiling at you. And especially when you are suffering in cancer and you are suffering and you are in pain. <laughs> you want to go quickly. You want to go. This is what they see and then they pass out. It is when an unbeliever dies that is pathetic. Hell. It's not a good place. My wife, my wife, my wife said to my, my, my daughter, my wife woke her up. Wake up. You are not going anywhere. You are not going anywhere. Measure the temperature. And according to my wife, she had now reached the boiling point. The point that you start having convulsion. Around this time, what medicine? Paracetamol. The one you are drinking. The one they are injecting you. All of them didn't work. Then my wife remembered that we had blessed the water for our communion the week before. And she had the rest of her water in the drawer. She picked it, she took spoon and gave her one, two, three. The temperature dropped like that. Bang. From that day to today, we don't know where the sickness passed. When you partake of the blood and you partake of his flesh, you gain access into the realms of victory and you begin to experience the practicality of the theology of the Christian. For this reason, the Son of God was made manifest so that he would destroy the works. All I'm asking you, we are coming to destroy the works of the devil through his flesh. And through the blood. If you have this faith, we will achieve it together. God bless you. I love you.